visiting with our Shap of the Week, Lucas Maru. How many times do you think in your football career has your name been mispronounced? Just about every away game. <laughs> you're, you're one of the only people that gets it right. I'm a, I'm a, I'll be honest with you, man. I go in and I talk to those guys. And you know, I take in my spotting board and I say, hey, look, man, this is how you say his name. Because it's not hard. I mean, it's, yes, it actually it's looks not. harder than it actually is to say. You know, having that last name and being a good football player to boot kind of makes people <laughs> pronounce your name correctly. You, you start immediately getting some respect. Then they start figuring out how to say Maru. In this season, we're... You've played a pivotal role. What, what's your mindset coming into every single game? Uh, probably just trusting the, our uh, our team's preparation, knowing that uh, we can succeed if we be ourselves and play through the game plan, just being confident in ourselves. I think confidence is a, is a big thing at this time of year because you play with a lot of confidence, and I know you had a lot of that confidence last year. What's the main difference for you in channeling that confidence from last year to this year in addition to being a little older and a little mm. stronger? Uh, definitely just knowledge of ex- uh, assignment, like experience, and I kind of just have a better feel for the game. It's moving a lot slower than last year. Did you learn anything from Leo? Because that's one of the, the guys that I look at is if they can move around the defense, Sage is like this at times mm-hmm. as well, and we've seen other players that can shift over, and normally you don't see a safety being able to shift over and play corner, but with Leo's transition, he was actually able to help you getting the nuances of mm-hmm. corner down and being a physical player in that position. Yes, sir, definitely. He's been a, a big help, just not even like knowledge of assignment stuff, just more of like like tenacity and just being a football player. What's the one thing that you love hearing about yourself? When you hear what how other people describe you as a football player, what's your favorite thing that people say? Probably just a mix of both coverage and tackling. That's probably the biggest compliment I could hear from somebody. I could do it both. How would you describe yourself as a football player? I'd like to be a player that can both cover any pass and run with any receiver, but also fit up in the run game and hit as good as our linebackers in D-line. Does it help the fact that in this time of year especially, that that you get all kinds of different types of running backs and all different types of Mm -hmm. offensive line, and you look at those stat sheet and you see 3,000 yards rushing. Do you ever start to salivate a little bit and and, Mm. and kind of get ready for for games like that? What's what's that like when you see that running the football is what another team does well? Yes, sir. I mean, we never let it get to our heads. We know there's play actions off of it, and our coaches always get us prepared with a good scheme to fit up those runs. And, yeah, we're just ready for any team. We know that uh, even if they've succeeded in the past, they haven't played us yet. Coach Dodge mentioned that last week. He said, you know, as we're preparing, and obviously it rings true for all sides of the football, yes, they've seen this type of offense before. Yes, they've seen this type of defensive look before. But they haven't seen you guys run it. What does that make you feel? Prideful. Prideful in myself and Coach Salazar and Coach Jones, who have been a huge help, and my teammates. I think we can uh, succeed any goals if we just play with confidence and play like ourselves. I used to talk about plays that got made on special teams would tell everybody in the Westlake Nation who the next person is going to be, whether it's defense or offense. You're going to get that next physical player. And I think back to Braden Cassidy and his sophomore year and David Neal, and I think, who are these guys? And they show up on special teams. Well, we were introduced to Lucas Maru on special teams. How important is it to you knowing that that's what got you on the map? with Westlake football? Our uh, team takes a lot of pride in special teams. We know it's probably very underappreciated. We work on it a lot in practice. We work on it every Thursday for about 45 minutes before game day on Fridays. That's basically how I got my way on the field for defense. 
just putting in effort for special teams, and that's the coaches value that a lot. I know pick sixes, that's that ultimate dagger in somebody's yes, back, and that's a great feeling. But, you know, I don't think we talk enough about how absolutely dramatic and what a drastic turn of events a blocked punt or a blocked field goal. You've done both in your career and been a part of that. Take us through what that feels like, because I don't think anybody understands just how exciting that can be. It's definitely a momentum change. I remember in the uh, Brennan game last year in the Alamo Dome, that was my blocks punt, and it landed in Jackson Coker's hands, and he scored, and that kind of just killed the will. Like Coach Dodge always talks about, gives everyone uh, more confidence and just everyone gets more comfortable. Going into the Steel game and the by district round, you see all those athletes and you see the preparation. You're banged up. You know you're probably not going to get a chance to start the game. What did you do that week other than trying to rehab and, and get yourself right? What were you able to do to help your other teammates who, who were going up against those guys? What, were, what knowledge were you able to impart? I have great trust in Carter Barksdale and Michael Taff. I knew they would be fine even if I didn't end up playing. We talked about their receivers, talked about similar past teams we've played with similar formations, and I knew they would have been fine if uh, I wasn't able to play in that game. But then you get the call, and you know there's there's something that's not right, there's a personnel mismatch. Describe that moment on the sideline where Coach Salazar comes over and says, we got an emergency and we need you. What, what was that like? I went into the game, it was definitely a game time decision. I hadn't practiced all week, and I wasn't really expecting to play. The plan was just hold off on it, but uh, Steel turned out to be a really good team. They were really good, and uh, Coach Salazar and Coach Jones told me I was going, and I, I felt prepared to go. I'd been in the film room and uh, just been out there on the practice fields learning all their stuff, and I, when I was physically ready, I was, I was ready to play for my team. That's so big because I think people get lost in the mental and physical part of preparation, and what I hear around the field house, especially with Coach Dodge, is there's no difference between a physical rep and a mental rep. It's all a rep. That right there, the amount of preparation that you had gone through without actually practicing tells you everything you need to know that you are ready to play how is that experience as a player because I think people don't really understand the difference between a mental rep and a physical rep because they think well you're running the play of course it's different explain how it's not different I mean we're in the film room just as much as we're out there on the practice field either when we're doing it as a team or at home and basically just imagine yourself imagine yourself in different coverages learning the tendencies of receivers it helps just as much as guarding an actual receiver in practice or anything physical like that. How much of football do you take home with you? Do you ever get away from it or is it is your iPad or your or your phone close by always looking at film? I get away from it uh, after school mostly. Uh, I like to focus on school and focus on my family and stuff like that. But if I ever have a free time in class or sometimes during lunch, I'll have it open. The camaraderie is something that's a unique thing across the entire ball club. You know, I hear stories at the offensive line, they all hang together. The DBs, I know, is a special, special group of people, not just this year, but in years past. It seems like everybody that's played under the Salazar regime, mm -hmm. there's that unique connection. Do you guys actually know how good he was as a safety? I've heard stories and seen a couple of pictures. He never really talks about it, but I've heard he's been really good. You know, Dripping Springs, right? Yeah, Dripping yes, Springs, sir. Mary Harden Baylor. Yes, sir. I'll be honest with you, man. I I've looked. If you guys can do a deep Google search of Tony Salazar, you can find articles written about him. I can't find any video. I can't. I mean, it's almost <laughs> like he he pulled a you know a, a TMZ celebrity deal where he basically called up Google and, and Facebook and said, "No, pull everything down because he's a mystery." And, and it just seems like being that type of high level player 
Sometimes it doesn't transfer to being a great coach, but that is not the case. What are some of the things that he's able to tell you and influence you over the last three years? Uh, I'd like to get a hold of that film, too. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, he's definitely the main reason. Him, Coach Jones, Coach Blackshear, Coach Cody, Coach Vosick, Coach McGuire, all those guys, they get us in the schemes, and we basically go from there. I mean, they try to make our jobs as easy as possible and get us prepared for the game, tell us everything they know about the other team. And they're definitely just the main reason that we're so successful. You know, obviously every coach has their own story about how they played, but mm-hmm. you know, especially with Coach McGuire and Coach Vosick and even with Matt Cody, he's not that far removed from you guys, and, and he's able to teach that position. So, I mean, do you find that there's a, a special camaraderie because there is so much playing experience on that defensive staff? Yes, sir. It definitely makes us give them even more respect. We know that they were in that position, even past that position in bigger stages, even bigger stages at the high school level uh, and college levels and even maybe past that. Yeah, they just get us ready to go. So much has been made this year about the physical play of the Westlake wide receivers. You go up against them every single day in practice. The perimeter drills, they're legendary because you know what's coming. You know exactly what has to happen. And I look at the, the goal board from the last week and Coach Dodge running down it in quarterback club and the wide receivers put a hurt on the Brandeis defenders. How good are they as far as playing without the football? Those drills always get competitive and chippy. And I mean, our coaches always preach physicality. They always preach toughness and uh, selflessness. And I think that's a big part of being a wide receiver uh, and being selfless, blocking for your other teammates. And I mean, they take a lot of pride in it. They can do it as well as any other team in the state. Is Jackson Coker just one of the things that I always have to ask is he's kind of the founder of the feast on physical play. He's been doing it sophomore year, junior year. Now it's almost like a legend status. Yes, sir. I don't know if anybody wants to be on the other side of a Jackson Coker block. What makes him so unique? his tenacity and he never he's a guy that never skips the preparation he's always in the weight room he's got every rep in the film room he's watching every play uh he's definitely a great leader for the team when the d-backs get get on him for a hit that he's made on special teams you know mm-hmm. he's part of the club you know in, in that way I remember sometimes we talk about football and the offense and defense you know you're on this bus and you're on this bus and you don't see a whole lot of co-mingling when it comes to it just because your jobs are so different but when a guy like jackson coker and even a guy like mason comes along if they were a different player if they weren't wide receivers they'd be with us mm-hmm. is there that kind of respect across the ball on the entire team side yes of course. I mean, our whole team knows how important all three phases are with special teams, offense, and defense. We know from the spring about going against each other how good everyone actually is on both sides of the ball, and we have a lot of respect for each other, and we're all friends in the locker room even after spring practices and definitely games. It almost sounds like that practice and spring ball can be sometimes more competitive. You have that every single day. It kind of makes the games, it gives you that that, that ultimate confidence. It's like, well, you're no Mason Mangum. You're no Jackson Coker. You're no Jaden Greathouse. Mm-hmm. You know, you're no Ryan Lindley, but who is? Does it give you that confidence week in and week out going up against those guys? Going up against them in one-on-ones and pass holder and practice where we know that it's me versus one of those guys and it's just one-on-one. In the games when I know I got help over the top or I got lesser receiver than those guys on me it gives me even more confidence in the game prepares me for it even more when you've hit somebody and lucas when i say hit somebody when you've really hit somebody has anybody ever said anything to you i know that you can pull the chippiness out of anybody with with how physical you are what's the worst or the best or the funniest thing you've ever heard after laying into somebody usually if you lay it in somebody they're not really uh 
talking after like that's not really a situation where they would be talking but there's definitely been some funny moments said shouldn't go on the interview (laughs) (laughs) that's true yeah i've got to keep it clean but i understand exactly what you're talking about the idea of how you prepare yourself to get ready and of course we talk about game day preparation and and all the work that you do in practice but what do you do on game day what's your routine mentally physically what what goes into getting ready to play i'm not very superstitious it's usually just a typical routine i like to just listen to music be by myself not really Really get that distracted with film or something I feel like I've prepared the, enough during the week and I just try to get ready for the game get in the right mindset and there's no wasted energy with that at all because it sounds like you're storing it all up for the game week in and week out with these interviews this is interview number 15 this season and I can't tell you how much I've heard that I just go and chill there's not a whole lot of rah-rah or wasted energy in the locker room it sounds like it's a, a very business-like approach where does that come from Definitely just our coach's influence, our captain's influence, or leaders of the team that have been in those situations, and that's how it was two, three years ago, and that's how it is now. It's a business trip when we go to games like this, and we're just getting ready to play. It's not a bunch of rah-rah, like you said. Final thought, Lucas Maru, our shot of the week. What's the one thing that you're looking to get out of this experience? You know, Obviously, you're you're doing things at a, at a different level than you were a year ago. You're fighting through some, some pretty nasty pain sometimes, but it, you're making it work. There's got to be something on the inside that says this is all worth it what's driving you what's your goal definitely just working for basically this whole year starting in january with four through twos and Chatmaker and pc and all that stuff with my teammates i don't want to be on the sideline while they're out there giving it their hardest what's the one thing that you want out of this year more than anything else state title sir i want the ring and i want be satisfied with the work we put in and feel like we gave it our best he's lucas murray our shop of the week thanks so much for doing this thank you